Hey, listeners, did you know that only the best master teachers can 3D print in their classrooms? Um, no, anyone can. Listen up and hear my story. Welcome to the iHeart Steam Podcast with your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Bonnie has been working in the STEAM education profession for the past 12 years. Her mission is to share her story with educators like you that love STEM, STEAM, and project-based learning. Currently, she works with a team of educators creating the ultimate STEAM certified school. Let her share the good, the bad, and the joyful with you in her STEAM journey. Learn everything you will ever need to know about STEM and STEAM education right here. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Hey, 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 listeners. Today, I want to tell you about the day I discovered the power of 3D printing in the classroom. I'm a K-5 educator And I have been 3D printing now for three years. And literally, I did not know a thing about it. And hate to always stereotype, but I just felt like it had to be for some super geek with tons of computer experience and or a mechanical experience. And I just never paid it attention because I didn't think I had the qualifications to do it. So here's the story. I got to go to a STEAM convention, STEM STEAM convention, which my favorite areas of those conventions are the vendor areas. I mean, who doesn't love a vendor area giving away free pencils? How many free pencils can you get? But anyway, I kept seeing companies that had 3D printers and I started seeing some of the things that they were doing to enhance project-based learning in the classroom in very simple ways. And then I found the vendor called My STEM Kits, which is an Atlanta-based company. And I got so excited because I felt comfortable using their platform. So basically, My STEM Kits creates the 3D prints for you. They have an online website and you purchase memberships or points and you can get their prints and their prints are set up for classroom lessons and standards based. For instance, one of the 3D prints that they have, if you're teaching ecosystems, You get a 3D print, and it has all the parts there for you. You print it on your printer, and it allows students to see the pass of energy flow through a food chain. And I was just like, I have to have this. So basically, they have lots of different packages, but the best packages were the ones that actually included the 3D printer, the filament, and access to their prints. I wanted it so badly. Had to have it. I was so excited about it. 
And I felt comfortable doing that because I knew I didn't have to actually create the designs and the designs were there. And my gosh, they had lessons with them. So, of course, I hounded that vendor and hounded him and hounded him. And I was like, surely they'll they'll do something and give me one. But no, they didn't. But let me tell you, I manifested. I literally manifested, went back to my school on a mission, and I got three 3D printers, my STEM kit software, all the filament that I needed to get started, and I didn't pay a dime. First, I entered a contest. I actually just tried three different ways to get them and wasn't sure if I would get them or not and ended up getting three. I won a contest with my STEM kits and got access to that first printer. And then I posted one on donors page, Choose, which I thought no one will buy this for me. It ended up being like a $1,600 package purchased, sent, and delivered. And then finally, I came across the GE Additive Program, which sent me an even better 3D printer, access to a 3D printing software that was kid-friendly, which I can't wait to tell you about, and also access to a cloud through GE where all your prints go to the cloud and then immediately just magically go straight over to the printer that came with that package. So literally, when you want something, let me tell you, you can get it. So why does 3D printing seem so difficult to teachers? This is the reason why. When you first get started, you get an enormous, vast amount of knowledge that you haven't had before, and so it's intimidating. But the fact of the matter is, once you get started with it, you realize this works just like printing paper. It's a different kind of file. The most commonly used 3D print file is called an STL file, um, and you do need a way to be able to read that. But through the GE additive and through my STEM kits, I didn't have to worry about that. It included it all for me. So what software am I holding back on you, on telling you? It is called Maker's Empire. It's an Australian-based company, and I have taught kids as young as six years old to make, I actually haven't taught, their interface teaches them. It's set up like an arcade and it's amazing. 3D print requires so many spatial skills. It's a totally different way of thinking. You have to look at what you're directly looking at and understand that that is one side of what you're designing. You have to look at the top. You have to look at the bottom. You have to look at every single side. And basically, you take shapes and put them together until you have that one shape that you're looking for. So I love Maker's Empire. It includes teacher training videos. When you get access to it, which is a subscription and it's affordable, it's about $200 for a classroom subscription you get an LMS management system where you manage your students. And then all your students have to do is download the free 
Makers Empire app to their Chromebook or iPad and get going with the training. Another even better part, every month they introduce a PBL project-based learning STEM 3D print design challenge. For, and it always has background information. Sometimes it's tied to something historical. Sometimes it's tied to a global problem. It is just amazing. And literally, I learned how to create 3D prints with them. And I've created some stuff, some stuff that like legitimately looks like an object. My first thing I was so proud of, it was a turtle. I made a turtle. And that may seem like, oh, you made a turtle. But to me, it was big because I was beginning to understand it. And I had no knowledge of this whatsoever. The 3D printers that I got through all of those um, different ways I told you about were all the same printers. They were the Dremel. Let me check my notes. Dremel DigiLab 3D. I'm pretty sure I had two 3D20s and one 3D40. And the 3D40 is the Mac daddy of them all. And I love it. Love it, love it, love it. It can be Wi-Fi connected and you basically your kids make their prints with a login that you create for them. And then in your management system, when you go to their name, it uploads all of their 3D prints and you get to choose the one you want printed. You simply select it, send it to the Polar Cloud and hit print. And amazingly, it starts printing. The only difference in a 3D printer and a regular printer is the material you're printing on. Instead of paper, you print on PLA filament. And it comes in so many different colors. But this is great because your students can actually create things that solve problems. That takes their STEM learning to a whole new level. And it improves their spatial skills. And it's something that is needed for the future of our students. Now, I love Makers Empire, and I'm actually now a Makers Empire ambassador, and we used it remotely, folks. I was able to send out assignments to my students. They had the app on their iPad. They can even do it on a phone. I will say it's a little bit more difficult because it's smaller, or if they had a Chromebook, they just simply download the app through Google Play Store, I believe, and voila, they are 3D printing. Now, we have mailed 3D prints to them. If Right now, currently, I am in-person school, but if we do have to shut down for any reason, my plan is just to bring one of my printers home and print right here from the house and send them to them. Let me tell you what everybody's most favorite 3D print is to create in elementary school. Bubble wands. They love it. And you can test out the different shapes of a bubble wand, how the bubbles get made. It is just so much fun. And they can't stop doing it. They love it, love it, love it so much. Another great thing about Makers Empire, they have... I think it's about four different styles that their ki kids can design with. One style is with shapes. So they're designing with 3D shapes, which is a part of all of our math concepts. 
And another style is with cubes, which is very similar to what they do on Minecraft if they actually play Minecraft. And a lot of our students play Minecraft so they can just get at it with block printing and designing. And they just really love it. So how does the 3D print work? It works in layers. So when you create your design, your computer actually slices it by levels and the print head just moves up a very tiny bit to make each level and connect it. So it's just a whole lot of fun. It's great for students to learn about and I really love it. It's also a great introduction to the career field of being a mechanical engineer, computer software designer, coding, all of that stuff. But literally, I wanted to share this with you today because you can get started with no knowledge and you can get it if you want it. Of course, you can always ask administration to pay for it and show them, but you need to come to them with a plan. And I recommend Maker's Empire hands down because it is student friendly and teacher friendly. It is simplified. Their management system is amazing. You get your teacher videos. You get to manage your classes. You choose what they get to print and what they don't get to print. And printing can be offered as such a great reward. When they actually create something on a digital interface and then have something to hold in their hand, they are over the moon, over the moon. I wanted to tell you about a couple of my favorite 3D printers. Um, of course, I love my Dremel DigiLabs. Another awesome 3D printer is the MakerBot and the DaVinci. And many of them are so affordable. Start small. Don't start with three. I had to figure out how to get three working all the time, and I did. I will tell you one of the most aggravating things about it. When you get your 3D printer, you have a platform in which your print prints on. You have to always make sure that it's level. And my 3D printers have a touch screen. It, I simply click level the print platform and it tells me what to do. Done. And then the next best hack have plenty of glue sticks around. What you're going to want to do on your platform is coat it with glue stick so that when the print, the filament, it melts and it comes out, when it starts coming out, it sticks to that bottom layer really well because if it doesn't, sometimes the design can slide off a little bit and then you basically have to trash it which then brings in another awesome project-based learning challenge. What do we do with all of our filament that we had to start over with? Ta-da! And I also wanted to mention to you one more thing that is a dream of mine, and I haven't got it into place yet, but there is a company called Precious Plastics, and they offer complete blueprints for designing filament creators, you actually recycle plastic tops, plastic bottles. You learn how to sort them by the type of plastic that they are. They have a blueprint for 
shredding plastic, making plastic filament, and an oven to make plastic molds. So if you can get in touch, and I just still haven't found someone yet, but I'm not giving up. If you can get in touch with a person that creates machinery and get these made for you, you can completely have an entire little factory going right there at your school where your school is recycling plastic on site and turning it into products like clipboards, flower planters. And I just can't wait. I hope that maybe someone will hear this podcast and say, hey, I can help you with that. The problem that I run into is that companies that actually create machinery and work on machinery like this don't want to take on such a tiny project. They're busy. They're building industrial type things. So I've just got to find that right person and hopefully I will. But what I'm here to tell you today, 3D printing is wonderful in the classroom. It mesmerizes. It mesmerizes me. I just love to sit and watch the print. It is just the coolest thing ever. And I'm so excited. Well, I don't want us to go to distance learning if I if we don't have to. But I'm just super excited if we do to be able to continue doing this remotely. And I am going to include many links for you in the episode notes, but I'm also going to include a link that I'm super proud of, written by the Australian-based company Makers Empire, all about how we 3D print at our little South Georgia school, and we've been doing it remotely, and our students are excited, and now our little South Georgia school is written up in an international blog. So yay for us. I never thought it would turn into this. And it all started with just my, I get too excited. I still get excited about the Christmas lights and all of these things that I probably shouldn't get so excited about. But when you get excited about something, just let it completely manifest for you and get what you want. There are ways to do it grants to do it. I just told you a couple of ways and I hope that you embrace 3D printing and try it out in your classrooms because it can certainly enhance science, social studies, language arts, every subject in so many ways. I'm so glad you joined me today on the I Heart Steam Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave a review and please subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever, hit me up at Bonnie at iHeartSteam. I'd be glad to give you a virtual tour of our 3D printing system that goes on at RB Wright. iHeartSteam, and I hope you do too.